What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Shock Factor podcast where me, my friends Jake and Jordan, talk about college baseball. Guys, I met you in person this week, so I can call you actual friends now. How's that? I feel great, uh, Stephen. It was so good to spend real time with you in person, and now this, this here Zoom podcast just doesn't quite feel the same. But also, it feels all the more legitimate because we are now IRL friends. I don't love the fact that I cannot smell you two. Uh, I miss, you know, everyone has a scent. Um, and I, I know Jordan's scent because I've known him for a decade, but I had never known Steven's scent. And then I got a whiff of it for a couple days in beautiful Nebraska. And now that scent is forlorn mm. and it is hundreds of miles away. And soon that scent will return. To Omaha, Nebraska, because Stephen Shock going is going back again. I I didn't get enough the first time. You heard it from my uh, co-host Jake, also known as the Basset Hound, picking up on sense. He yeah, we're going back. We're going back to Omaha. I couldn't get enough of it, and yeah, yeah I'll be to be there. clear, we is you and possibly your fiance i understand uh we jake and i will yes. not be returning to lovely nebraska we spent plenty of time there with our additional weekend calling omaha storm chasers games we had a great time but you uh i will say yeah. jordan i got a, a text today from esteemed broadcaster mike monaco requesting that you and i return uh, well alongside mike, Stephen Schott. mike we do it first of all it was so do good it. to meet him and and i but let's also just say this right as much as we love Steven. It's great to meet all the ESPN college baseball, you know, superheroes. I bet, you know, from yes. D1 baseball, of course, you know, our, our colleagues, Kendall Rogers and, and Aaron Fitt, and of course, Kyle Peterson. But, but you know, Chris Burke and Mike Rooney and, and Chris Budden and, you know, our old friend Danny Wexelman. I mean, what a squad. What a squad. And guess what, everyone? They're even bigger jerks in person. <laughs> yeah, if you if you ever listen or, or watch on TV and you think these guys are unbearable, boy, are they even worse when you have to actually talk to them when they're not on TV. Oh my gosh! Shock, shock! Who is the your favorite person that you met for the first time? We we are eligible. Time? We're well, eligible. You can say. pick either of us too. You, oh, both of you guys, number okay, one. Besides overall. us, Mike Monaco, mm, number yes. two. Um, all the D1 guys, I met them last year, but I'm pretty sure I was drunk because <laughs> I keep hearing that I met them last year. Um, so it was really nice to know, you know, I went back and I thought, well, wow, those guys were pretty cool, but going back and meeting them the, the official way as a colleague, they're cool. They're really cool. I like those guys. Highlight of the trip. Definitely going to KP's house, Kyle Peterson's mm -hmm. house and just, just hanging out, just Guys, guys being guys. Uh, we should eventually, I think, Jordan, get to the baseball uh, before we, we journey any further. Just, yeah. just so people listening know, we're aware, okay? We know that Oklahoma and Ole Miss will be playing there is in the a reason World Series we, we are recording this when we are recording this, which is that earlier today, <laughs> Ole Miss defeated Arkansas and punched their ticket to the College World Series finals, which begin on Saturday. Uh, so you're for listening to this. On Friday, Shock is on his way back to Omaha. Maybe you'll see him. Um, I'm excited, though. This is this is a fun championship series. Oh. It's starting on Saturday, Stephen. Isn't that Shabbat? <laughs> Do Ole Miss and Oklahoma fans not observe the Jewish Sabbath? <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't speak for them or or myself because 
I also do not observe. <laughs> maybe the no, Jake. They're gonna wait. Um, it's it, it's definitely a night game on Saturday, so maybe it'll be at least oh, after. Yeah. You know, Pass of Della. Yeah, exactly. Pass of Jordan. Very quickly, how many Jews? You and I are Jews. How many Jews were in attendance? Okay. Well, let's say for the Saturday night, uh, or the Friday night Notre Dame Texas game. That's a good. Oh. Error. Okay. I'll say the the, the Friday night Notre mm-hmm. Dame Texas game. How many members of our faith were in the building? Not as media because you know us. But <laughs> I was gonna as, say I think we have to count media. All right, me, in the seats, you, in the seats. Me, you, Danny Wex, off the in board. In the seats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. It's a twenty-five thousand seat stadium. Yeah, it was okay. Not How filled. many Jews? I'm gonna go there? with. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone listening who doesn't give a shit about this conversation that Jake just foisted upon us. And Stephen, you in particular, you're really caught in a tough spot here. I'm going to say 108. I will hammer the under, Steve. <laughs> I was, if we're including media, I was going to go three um, or four, four, since I just learned about oh, your good. other friend. So, so okay. one, at least one. Okay. But that's my that's my old method. When people ask me, ever since I was a kid, you know how many how many jelly beans are in the jelly jar? I'd always say at least twelve, because I'm not that's wrong. That's a great then. point. That's a safe. You know? I love that safe pick. All right, let's move on to the baseball guys. This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is a final event. First of all, everyone's brackets in total shambles. Obviously. Uh, I think all the D1 baseball experts got it wrong. All the everyone's <laughs> brackets are just like Steven when he took the cookie from the cookie jar as a kid, busted. Red-handed. Um, now I will My say brackets though, brackets are red-handed. I will say though, yes. While red-handed. I'm not sure we would have you know picked Ole Miss and Oklahoma, neither of which were you know seated coming in. They they've spent the whole postseason on the road. Um, I do think that if we were picking the two, I know everyone's good when they get to home. Obviously, they've been playing well. But in terms of the teams that have, have really been been scorching, uh, Oklahoma Ole Miss is, is a pretty fitting final. And that, that I'm excited about. But before we, we preview that, let's talk about how we got here, right? So Oklahoma, man, they've, been, they've just been sensational. They look unbeatable. The offense is tremendous. The pitching, we're going to get to Kate Horton in a little bit. That's great. But Ole Miss and Arkansas, guys, they finally gave us two good baseball games because the truth of this College World Series, as much fun as we had, is that the games have been stinky. Before the first Ole Miss and Arkansas game, we did not have a game decided by fewer than four runs. Uh, a lot of blow. In way, it was a lot that were even way worse than that. You know, nine, ten runs, long games, just not not compelling late inning drama. Right? We finally got two with those SEC showdowns, and they were delightful baseball games. I gotta say, they were they were really good. Uh, any any takeaways shock from from either of those two Ole Miss Arkansas games? Uh, they were sick. Um, let's see. Dylan Belusha has continued to put his money where his mouth is. Dylan, if you're a listener, I owe you a beer. Also, who was the, who was the guy we ran into? From oh, Oklahoma David, David Sandlin. David Sandlin. He, he, David Sandlin. David Sandlin. Yes, listener of the. We pod. got some ridiculous pitching performances these last couple yes. days. Uh, Sandlin for Oklahoma, Delusha, of course, you know, Horton earlier Let's, this week. Can we dive into De, uh, Nolan yep. in the losing effort Nolan today against, for yes. Arkansas? But let's just talk about Delusha, okay? Back in April, I think it was, he plays Tennessee. 
He, the starter on the Friday game, not him. I believe it was Gaddis. I might be wrong. Uh, gets knocked around. Delusia comes in, finishes the game, throws well. Uh, they lose. He has an interview where he says something along the lines of like, you know, we didn't think they could do that here. You know, they play in a little league park or like a, you know, cookie, cookie yeah. park yeah. or something. The next day, Tennessee goes out and scores 83 runs against the throttled miss, just throttled him. Does the same on uh, Sunday, I believe. And we were like, LOL, look at this Dodo talking the talk and getting whooped. Well, he, he, he talked the talk. He was good in relief. It's just his teammates did not exactly back him up. <laughs> no, but then, no. since then, he has been the best pitcher in the SEC. Yeah, arguably. Um, yeah, man. Arguably, and He's, just through a complete game shutting. Yes, and to send his team to the after finals. a fantastic outing that that we got to see on Saturday against Auburn. Um, I mean, he he's been he's been unreal, right? And we'll get to Kate Horton here in a little bit, but he's been the best pitcher in Omaha. He hasn't walked a guy yet, um, and he's just it's just you know ninety one ninety three, and the slider has just been just fantastic. Um, the thing with him, right? In watching that start today, he's able to spot the two seamer, start it like middle in, and just run it in on guys' hands and and under the barrel. And Arkansas was just beating it into the ground, just you know killing meerkats all <laughs> afternoon long. Yeah. And then with the slider, I think Berkey mentioned this in the broadcast. Like he had two different ones. Where one where he was basically like a sweeper that he could get to freeze guys for a strike, and then one he was throwing below the zone to get chases and like. It's not that I, I don't want to say it, like that's all it, you need, right? Like a two yeah. seam slider that comes out of the same window. It's not rocket science if it's ninety one, ninety two, and you can spot it, right, Steve? Yeah, I was a big believer the way I pitched my pitch plan. Since I don't do it anymore, and if anyone listening wants live abs off me, you can do it. But here's the here's my secret sauce. I would try to start every pitch right down the middle. Have one pitch that goes to the right and down a little bit, and have one pitch that goes left and down a little bit. And you can be a pretty average, I'd argue above average, relief pitcher in the NCAA. But if you can mix in literally just one more pitch, you're a Friday night starter. <laughs> so just do it. Yeah. You know? Just, why, why just wouldn't do you? it. Yeah, that should be a brand slogan of something. Is that how you it's, got Cape Henlopen to win the Delaware State Championships? You brought the boys. You said, boys, just do it. On, honestly, in my coaching career, that's about all I've done. And so it's far. worked. You're undefeated. Just Hey, hey guys, we're here. We might as well win. <laughs> we just drove an hour and a half. We don't want a sad hour and a half home. That would suck. Again, that's a, that's a lot Let's of college baseball, one. isn't it, right? right. All, a lot of levels of baseball is we don't want to be sad on the way home. Uh, let's say goodbye to this Arkansas team <laughs> because a very Bye, iconic – thanks, Steve. What was that, Steve? By Arkansas. Oh, okay. That's it. I guess that's it, Jordan. I don't think we need – I think you said it all. Well, I, again, I was just going to mention, like, this was a good freaking lineup that Delucia was like, yeah, that's fine. You're actually not scoring today. Uh, obviously, we know how talented this group is, and it's the team that was, you know, it, certainly offensively, besides Christian Franklin, you know, they lost Christian Franklin and Matt Goodhart, but still a lot of the same pieces from the team that was so, you know, dominant last year. And to see them go on a much deeper run this year was – 
what felt fitting, right? It was like, okay, yeah, no, this team's really, 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 really talented and, and deserves yeah. to get this far. Um, and so, you know, they've certainly had some tough endings in the postseason recently, but you know, they they certainly had some flaws. And ultimately, they whatever they just ran into who happened to be the best pitcher in Omaha, like that happens. Yeah. Uh, Caden Wallace, also, go ahead, Shock. I was just gonna say, shout out to rental player Michael Turner. <laughs> yes. That's like if he is a rental, that's like you go to Enterprise Rent a Car and you rent a 2002 Ford Taurus, and they're like, "Hey, buddy, those are all out of stock because that's a hot vehicle, you know. Everybody wants one, but you know what we do have is a Lamborghini that you know any situation you need it in, it's just gonna arrive for you and come through. Well, that's Enterprise will pick you up in a Lamborghini. <laughs> um, that should be Michael Turner's NI, his NIL. You should, you should work on that. Uh, but it hurts. <laughs> but uh, I agree. Shouts out to Hit and Silly, Chris Lanzilli. Oh, yeah. Caden Wallace, he's going to get paid next month. Jalen Battles, I think, highest riser in my brain mm, of like mm-hmm. a pro prospect. His defense at shortstop was amazing. And maybe it was just yes. contrasted with Jacob Gonzalez just having <laughs> you know, after. Uh, melted melted butter on the inside of his glove yeah. and having the baseball squirt out of it like eight times over the last two weeks. But battles and the arm, mm. the whole thing, I'm just so in. And, hey, Braden Webb yeah. completing his six years of college baseball. Um, Steve loves that. We, we love that. Bob Moore played fantastic defense uh, at second base. Quick Bob Moore thing. Quick Bob Moore thing. Look, I love Jesus Christ as much as the next guy. But if we're going to honor the Lord, we got to fix the eye black because those things right now look like plus signs. It looks like the cover it's addition. of an He'll Ed make Sheeran that adjustment album. in Pro Bowl. I feel pretty confident. I, even as a, as a Jew, I know that those are not – that's not what it looks like. We got to move the middle bar up for the cross. Shock, it's, am I – you went to Catholic school. Am I off base here? It's ear plus nose plus ear. That's what it really is. It's it's a riddle. It's a riddle. It equals gold glove. Oh, there we oh. go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, this Arkansas team, led, of course, by Dave Ben Horn, they have been very, very fun to watch. And while a lot of them will, of course, be moving on to pro ball, I'm sure the Hogs will be uh, in great shape again next year. Oh, my Hogs. And, by the way, um, I don't know what the latest is on the Jello Shot board. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for the end of the pod. We'll save that for the end of the pod. Because I, I have a couple things on this. Um, but. Let's take a gander to the other side of the bracket, which at no point was interesting. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma went, psh, psh, psh. thanks yep. for coming out. Uh, Notre Dame lost to Texas A&M. Texas A&M would have been amazing in World War One, just outlasting people. <laughs> Texas A&M is a problem in the and then trenches. And then Notre Dame and A&M in that elimination game – Roles reverse and Notre Dame was suddenly making a ton of errors and was just extremely sloppy. Um, Which makes sense because if they were in the Battle of the Bulge, you would not want to be in Under Armour pants. Those things are tight on the crotch. And a shiny oh. gold helmet. That's <laughs> not the. Hey, I'm over here. That's a great point. That's a great point. But yes, Notre Dame and Texas. Texas kind of pretty disappointing showing again, you know, again, much more, much more clear analysis on why these seasons are all successes from our good friends, Kendall Rogers and Aaron J. Fit. We, we, we encourage you to check out those podcasts and, and, and pieces on the site, but Oklahoma was, it was, they were, they were in charge, man. They, they were not at no point where they sweating. They were just cruising to the final. The highlight of that side of the bracket was the game on Monday night, which you folks did not see because you had, 
flown home to your eastern seaboard abodes. Sunday yeah, night, Sunday. not Monday Sunday. night. Sunday night, uh, in which Cade Horton went out against the Notre Dame Irish Fighters and obliterated them. For those of you unaware, Cade Horton was a top two sport football baseball prospect hitter pitcher goes to Oklahoma in the fall of 2020 Skip Johnson's like this is my three hitter and my two starter and everyone's like as a freshman and then he blows out gets hurt misses a year comes back halfway through the year absolutely dominates down the stretch and in front of a bunch of scouts and me sitting behind the plate on (laughs) Sunday night he was incredible he was like 96 95 96 touching 98 with a dominant slider that he learned five weeks ago. Shock, do you remember anything that you learned five weeks ago? <laughs> no. I mean... But, but I do love that most of his success right now is coming... Well, obviously he's successful, but a ton of it's coming from the fact that he was playing catch one day and his friend just goes, hey, try this. And he goes, okay, I'm going to take that, make it better than you did, and I'm going to make a shitload of money from it. That's true. That's also how I started using drugs. My friends, we were playing catch. He said, "Hey, try this." Always starts when you're when you're playing catch. <laughs> you sound. I will say, you sound like a 1980s <laughs> baller. Hey, try also, this. Also, uh, <laughs> his ERA was seven nine four at the end of like a month ago. Basically, exactly a month ago, his ERA was eight, and now he might go in the first round. Like that is that is. Look, he's obviously very talented. It's not like people didn't know Kate Horton was, but. My goodness, that is a hell of a stretch. So he's super fun. There was one, there was one scout for a team that will remain unknown, uh, unsaid, behind the plate, who was looked at his ERA on the big board before the start and was like, "Huh, that's not very good." And then another scout was like, "No, here's the deal." <laughs> um, the experience <laughs> of watching someone make a million dollars in person was very, very interesting. And it also means we get to probably watch him pitch again. I don't see why we wouldn't watch him pitch again. Uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the finals, guys. Any, 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 yeah, were you gonna say something else? Yeah. Uh, well, we really didn't talk about Ole Miss, but I guess we'll do that yeah, now. We'll, we'll just do that now. I mean, we talked, you know, Delusia. They they made it happen. Now, now we get to we get to talk about. It. All right, so Ole Miss and Oklahoma, and I can guarantee you that Oklahoma was rooting for Arkansas the other night to extend it to the if necessary game, because now Ole Miss has used Dylan Delusia to get to the finals. And they will now turn to freshman Hunter Elliott, likely, as well as John Gaddis for the first two games. Well, Dylan, Hunter Elliott, Hunter Elliott, your names are backwards. Uh, but uh, Hunter Elliott, I, I look, <laughs> who cares the order? He, he's pretty good, man. I was I was very impressed with him the other day. Um, so obviously that's a big stage for him as a freshman. Meanwhile, Oklahoma's chilling. They get to start their exactly who they want. I assume they will go with Jake Bennett on Saturday, Cade Horton on Sunday, and then back to our friend and pod, friend of the show, David Sandlin on Monday, should it reach that far. Uh, so Oklahoma is certainly in a little bit of a better spot, but I, I we probably should stop doubting Ole Miss. I, I, is, is that that seems pretty fair to say? Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty good. There was a video that surfaced on the interwebs today, filmed by someone that I'm friends with named Jake McKeever. Of he was talking to Tim Elko, and Tim Elko said, "Don't let the Rebs get hot." But I think you already have, <laughs> which pretty good point because they're going to the finals. Yeah, but the Rebs are only one and one in their last two. They're playing 500 baseball. That's a That's, good point. Is that good enough to win a national championship? 
something to keep an eye on for the final is that Oklahoma runs like a pack of wild wolves. Okay? This team is aggressive on the bases. The way you can tell is that their four-hole hitter, I believe is Tanner Treadaway, has 23 steals in the year. Okay? Uh, Ole Miss's four-hole hitter does not. I don't think anyone on the entire Ole Miss roster even has double-digit steals. I don't even know if Tim Elko's ever heard of a steal. Okay? So Hayden Dunhurst against the uh, Oklahoma running game is a matchup to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, also, you know, we talk, it's going to be um, Hunter Elliott, the, you know, the lefty. And if you, you know, you look at the, the Oklahoma lineup, Jimmy Crooks has been doing damage. He's, he's a left-handed hitter. So maybe you neutralize him a little bit, but Peyton Graham tread away. I mean, this, they have been, they've just been, it's just looked so freaking good lately. And now it's not just the, you know, the, the, the starters that have been good, but, Trevor Michael, who is also like 25 years old in his millionth year of college baseball, I mean he's he's game over. So I I, I love Oklahoma here, but the Ole Miss story does kind of feel like the Ole Miss winning feels like the right ending for this season for for their you know their kind of arc over this season. Uh, but it really just looks like Oklahoma. I wonder if, you know, the multiple days off is, is maybe costs Oklahoma a little bit. That's, you know, when we talk about stupid baseball momentum, that's something that sort of comes to mind. But I, I have really enjoyed watching Oklahoma, and um, I'm going to be happy for either of these teams for sure. Stephen Chalk? I, I heard yeah. a lot of people on Broadway say that same exact last quote, I really enjoyed watching Oklahoma. Um, I've been saying it for years. I the, Decades. One important thing to note for me, well, two important things. The reason, or the fact that Oklahoma made it to the finals just means that that musical song is going to be stuck in my head for a little bit longer. So we got that. Are, are you aware oh, of that song, yeah. Jordan? Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping oh, around the plants. How many guys on the team know that next verse, you think? See, here's the thing, guys. Probably not. I, I got I to come clean here. I know more of the other songs from Oklahoma, the musical, than the Oklahoma song. And I feel pretty... That's the only one I know. <laughs> I feel pretty good that uh, that is probably rare among the, the rest of the students. If I'm Skip Johnson, I'm renting out an AMC mm. theater in Omaha mm -hmm. tomorrow. Mandatory matinee viewing of Oklahoma to get the boys hype for the finals. Isn't it kind of a sad play? Uh, you know, it's you sad. know... Anything is – any movie is as hype as you make it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I once watched the movie Cars, and I was not hyped to watch it. Fucking stunk. I once watched it really excited to watch Cars. It <laughs> Let me tell you. You can only control your effort and oh, your attitude, There you kids. go. That's what I'm and – your, and your focus. Don't bring in a, a bad mindset to see Oklahoma. Speaking of Oklahoma, the one guy whose name we have not mentioned yet is Peyton Graham. And Peyton Graham, when you see him on TV, you're like, wow, that guy's skinny. And then you see him in person, you're like, oh, my God, he is too skinny. <laughs> but he is, I think, the most impressive position player that we saw in person at the College World Series. His barrel control is off the chain. In the game on Sunday night, he went four for four with four singles, I think. Um, he's a guy 
I don't know if he's a shortstop. He's got a great arm. But he's got a flat butt, and he runs a lot, and he's got great hands, and he's he's one hell of a ball player. The butt built for speed. I also, I also really like uh, John Spikerman. I will say, if there's one concern with Oklahoma, it's that things went so perfectly in the first few games, particularly from a pitching side, that I'm not really sure what happens if, like, one of these starters struggles. Um, because, you know, they used Sandlin in the first game and ended up, you know, beating A&M. Just they kind of, you know, ended up winning 13-8. to And they used Sandlin in relief, and he wasn't great. And then they used Michael. They've only used five pitchers. So that's something I'm 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 curious about is, is who are the guys they could turn to if, if it gets a little dicey with one of the starters. But I'm obviously all in on Horton, uh, and I and obviously it's cool to see Stanley get back on track. And I certainly believe in Michael. So uh, it's just three games; they're plenty well rested. So maybe they will only need five pitchers again. Uh, but that's that's something I'm definitely curious about for Oklahoma. All right. It's yeah, also important to note for me that they have the most motivation in their locker room as they have a picture of me giving up a freaking bomb on their wall which that was something i've learned within five weeks so jake mark that one down but that's pretty cool for me pretty huge you know my legacy lives on big memory guy uh friends <laughs> because of our sponsor s2 cognition thank you s2 cognition for sponsoring 25 the minutes in we're we are true professionals and wilson of course thanks to wilson Enjoyed the video of you picking out a Wilson glove at the baseball village, Steven. It's very. Oh, did, did you get to keep it? No. Oh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to weasel my way yeah, back. Yeah, I was in gonna there. say. Look at me. See if see if they turn you down Shaq, when, you, when you come back for round two. <laughs> Shaq, I think you could convince uh, Wilson, uh, Wilson Ramos and his company to give you a, a <laughs> baseball mitt. Yeah, I loved him in the movie Castaway, so I'm hoping he's just as. Nice they were great. Person. They were great. You should you should go into the Wilson store and say. I think, loved you in Castaway. Think about how huge that movie was for the brand. Like huge. they're just randomly like, "Holy shit, our volleyball is famous." No one's going Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> our volleyball's on the red carpet with Tom Hanks. All right, gentlemen, uh, let's wrap this pot up. Um, jello shot talk. Quick jello shot talk. Latest update from. Uh, at CWS Shotboard, the official Twitter account of the CWS Jello Shot Challenge at Rocco's uh, across the street from the ballpark. Two hours ago, we have Arkansas at 8,512 Jello Shots in second place, now <laughs> eliminated. Ole Miss has eclipsed the oh-so-special number of over 9,000. 9,360 Jello Shots in third place. Stanford? Texas A&M. A little over 1,300. Now, Oklahoma is is almost 9,000 behind Ole Miss. My question to you, gentlemen, obviously Ole Miss is, is going to run away with this thing. They're going to get to 10,000. They might get, get to 10, 10 yeah. My question is, That's fucking can gross. Oklahoma make up <laughs> some ground to where they are not? They're still behind Notre Dame and Texas A&M. No, they're focused okay. on the game. Dude. <laughs> That's good. But I also feel like they've, they've probably been bored the last couple of days and tomorrow. So we'll see. I'd like to see Oklahoma make some ground there. But obviously Ole Miss running away with it. The running Rebels are running away with the jail shot challenge. Um, but, yeah, uh, a final uh, official predictions, and then we can tell people our, our general plans for moving forward. Well, I, would, I, I should say, like, Jordan, did you do a jello no, shot? No, I never went to Rocco's. I never, I never made it there. Shock, did you? I did four. For who? 
three for Stanford, one for Notre Dame. <laughs> they all tasted like I just kissed the Kool-Aid man in a no-no zone. Um, <laughs> Stanford, by the but way, other, just other pulling up the that. rear at 198 right now. Three of which were shock, one of which was me, <laughs> and one of which was Clinton now, Yates. So, gentlemen. I got the hundredth one for him. That, I wear Stanford, that with honor. More disappointing on the field or in the Jello Shot Challenge? Uh, on the field, because at no point do we anticipate that Stanford fans are too intelligent to be putting that type of uh, goopy, goopy yeah. garbage liqueur into their body. The thing about taking the Jello Shot is like, it's I'm all in on this challenge, but like you can't taste a Jello Shot and tell me that it tastes good. You can't. Like no. you can't do that. That's impossible. It's funny and it gets you freaking twisted, you know, because of the sugar. It's going to give you diabetes before it gives you anything else. Give me a pudding <laughs> shot. Let me try it. Who knows? Who knows where we'll uh, go? There you go. There's your challenge, Rocco. There's a challenge to you, Rocco's. <laughs> give him a savory Produce pudding, a shot. pudding shot for Steven Shock at some point this weekend. Pot oh, pie shot. Disgusting. All right. Um, <laughs> official predictions before we say goodbye. Uh, Jake Mintz. Oklahoma in two. Ole Miss in three. I was going to say Ole Miss in three. I will say. Also say. I'll, I'll say, change. I'll okay. change. Ole Miss right. in two. Never mind. I'll go Oklahoma in three. All right. I'm not married. I'm not married <laughs> either. Stephen Shock, uh, travel safe back to Omaha. We will. Uh, certainly do one more pod once our champion is crowned uh, and shock has returned from Omaha for the second time. Um, but here's going back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Round three. The Polish festival isn't going to attend itself, you know? Um, so thank you, Stephen, uh, as always for joining us on this episode of the shock factor. If you have a subscription to the athletic, we encourage you to go read Alc Lewis's piece on our good friend, Stephen here. It is delightful <laughs> and a great look into the mind of our good friend. Um, but, uh, thank you all, uh, for listening and, uh, yeah, we'll be back at least one more time, uh, next week. And to all the people who came up to us in Omaha, thanks. Yeah, yeah that was cool. They didn't have to, but they did. Shock, what was the meanest thing someone said to you in Omaha? Oh, geez. I don't know. I didn't really get much hate, which I did not expect. Um, there was one little kid who... His dad took a picture with me, and he was like maybe 10, 9 or 10. And as I'm walking away from his dad, he just goes, who the hell was that? <laughs> that kind of hurt, you know, because oh. it's it's innocent. He doesn't mean it, but it's like, God, get Twitter. Well, that's how that's how we felt walking by you. Log, in, log on, kid. <laughs> Jeez. All right. On that note, <laughs> Steven. Yes. We'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. Was he talking?